You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello, and welcome to episode 63 of Your New Puppies Podcast. I'm Debbie, and today I'm going to give you my seven guidelines to socializing your puppy. So this is pretty much a section of a lesson straight out of my new puppy course. The socialization lesson is by far the biggest lesson in the course. You know, I have checklists and cheat sheets and video lessons because it is the most important training you can do. So not only is it a big deal, but it's a big job. You know, we want to expose our puppies to people, places, and environments as much as we can. I also have a couple podcast episodes that specifically talk about socialization. There's episode 21, which is balancing vaccines and socialization, because that's one of the biggest reasons why we have under-socialized dog is because of this thought that we have to keep them inside before they're vaccinated, which is not true. And I go over in that episode and give you advice on how to balance that time before they're fully vaccinated and still getting that socialization in. I also have a special episode I did last year about socializing your puppy during social distancing. So cross our fingers at the time of this recording. Hopefully that isn't necessary anymore, but I there is a lot of advice of how I can you can socialize your dog without having them meet every single person and every single dog on the street. So it could it still has information that you could use regardless of the status of our social distancing. So between these episodes and other times I've talked about socialization, I always say how important it is. And it is. It's also important that we do it correctly. And that's what these seven guidelines are designed to do. Since socialization is going to put you in many different situations with many different variables, it's really hard for me to give you a step by step. But at the end of the day, what it is, is exposing your dog to all different people, places, things, dogs, everything, and giving them a good association with those things. In fact, that brings us to guideline number one. Always create a good association. If I were to use one sentence to summarize all of these guidelines, that would be it. Always create a good association because that is what's going to build that confident dog that you could take anywhere because they've seen it all. And even if they haven't seen something, even if they haven't experienced something, because they've seen so many new things and it was all good, they're not going to be intimidated by it or it's not going to scare them as easily. So all the rest of the guidelines are going to help us follow this first guideline of always create a good association. So guideline number two is socialize your puppy early and often. 
because the younger and more often we socialize our puppy, the easier and more effective it's going to be. So first, this is something science tells us. Our, the, this is when the puppy's brain is developing at a super fast rate and they are just absorbing the world around them. Also, when they're young, under 16 weeks, they haven't hit that fear imprint yet. So fear imprint is something that all animals go through, including humans. And it's just that natural fear of the environment. And usually it's a natural fear of new things. So they are going to be more social than fearful. I mean, all of this also depends on your dog's temperament. And we'll talk about that more as we get into the guidelines. But in general, that's the case. And even after 16 weeks, age still matters because it's not like, oh, they hit 16 weeks and the door is closed. That's not true at all. It starts to dwindle at 16 weeks. But still, the younger they are, the faster we're going to be able to get them over any trouble that you're having. You know, instead of it taking 100 repetitions of something positive to help a two-year-old dog, it might only take... 10 repetitions to help a six-month-old dog, okay? So that's why number two is socialize early and often. Number three, you're gonna start slow and go at your dog's pace. So this is both which situation you're gonna bring your dog into first and what you're going to do in each situation you find yourself in. So We need to build up our puppy's confidence and ours, especially if we're new at this. So you want to use really low stimulating environments to start and then build you and your puppy up. So for example, you're not going to bring them to a barbecue of 50 people right away. You're going to start with maybe a friend or two and have them meet them and then build them up to that party of 50 people. Or, you know, you're going to start with little walks down your street before you bring them to a park on a noon on Saturday when there's six soccer games and four baseball games going on. And how quickly you move up that ladder depends on your dog. You are going to read your dog. There are confident puppies out there that you're going to move right up there. You're going to breeze through all of these different environments and you're going to go from that one friend to the 50 people. Some dogs are just slow to warm up. They're a little shyer. And it might take meeting a small group a few times before we go into the big group. Or it might take a few times of driving around a parking lot with the windows open before we're able to take them out of the car and bring them to the front door to meet people. The key is, is your puppy decides how quickly and when they are ready to move. This also matters when you are in each individual situation. This is where I'll tell my clients, you can encourage, but never force. You know, do not pick up your puppy and make them move closer to something that they're afraid of. You know, don't bring that object or that person closer to them. You can encourage them, you know, stay super loose, super playful, which we will talk about in a second. You bring treats, bring toys as a buffer and encourage them to move closer, but never, ever force them. Never drag them into something they're not ready for because then 
that causes a bad association. Now, again, if you have that confident puppy that is like, yes, people are just friends I haven't made yet. What's these new exciting things? I want to play with everything. And you have that confident puppy, then you're a step ahead of the game. You know, but even though your dog might be confident with people, maybe they're not confident with things that make loud sounds, or maybe they're not confident with children. You know, so it is important to know how to handle it when they're confident and when they're not confident. So that's why number three, you're going to start slow and go at your dog's pace so they can tell you what they're comfortable with and what they might not be just yet. Okay, number four, we're going to use space and distance. This is one I talk about all the time and it does come back to socialization and it's also very much connected to number three is go slow and start slow and go at your dog's pace because using space and distance helps you do that because the further something is away, the less intimidating something is or the less exciting it is. Okay, so the more there's more of a concern when your dog is nervous about something new, but we also do want to address when they get overexcited about something new. That is part of their socialization. It's not as dire. I would rather back off of overexcitement than have to work with fear. So that's why I talk about that one a lot, but it is still connected. So the further away something is, the less intimidating it is, the less overwhelming it is, and the less exciting it is. This is where I usually say you got to find that spot where your dog's aware of what's happening, but they're not reacting to it or overreacting to it. So the rule of thumb here I usually use is if you can get their attention and or they will take a treat. If you can't do those two things, then you're too close. Back up a little bit and work with them further away. And working with them might just be standing there and letting them investigate. You know, there's a sign on the street with balloons attached to it because it's a cafe. And they're like, whoa, what is that? Maybe you have to go a half a block away and let them check it out. Use some treats to change the association. Use that toy to encourage them to move forward. Remember, encourage, don't force, to get them closer and closer. You might be able to do that within... Five minutes, it might take you coming back to that street a couple times to get your puppy closer. But if you cannot get their attention, if they won't take the treat, create some distance there. Number five, be confident and calm. This is one is all about you. I'm going to put a little asterisk there and say also playful because our dogs are going to read our energy. If we're confident, they're going to be confident. If we're worried, they're going to be worried. Now, even if we are just simply worried about them, they might not know that. They will not read our energy that way. They don't know the difference between us being worried about those balloons on the sign and us being worried about them being scared. This is where I give an example. Like imagine you are in, you know, a different country, a different culture, And all of the sudden, there's this huge like bang that happens. Maybe it even rattles the windows and you look around and nobody really reacted. Everybody just is going about their day. Okay, you know, that was really scary, but 
nobody else seems to be reacting to it. Your assumption is going to be, well, I guess that's nothing to worry about. Where if that also happens, you start acting really scared. Somebody comes running over to you and starts to comfort you. Yes, that feels good. And maybe that makes you feel better. But they've also just confirmed that that thing is something to worry about. Okay, so that's what we want to be for our dog. So this is where if I'm working with a fearful dog, I will even say out loud, you're fine. This is no big deal because you can talk to your dog, but I don't want you to coddle them. Okay, so the di- that's the difference between you're fine. This is okay. You're going to be fine. Then, oh, it's okay. It's okay, honey. It's okay. Or picking them up and petting them or, you know, getting down on the ground and like comforting them that way. That's not what you want to do. Again, you can interact. You can start to act playful. You know, you get wiggly. I know it seems like you're going to be silly, but if you can get your dog in a playful mood, playfulness and fear don't don't exist in the same place. You know, and even if your dog's not acting fearful, if they can be in a playful state of mind while they're experiencing things, guess what that does? Creates a good association. Okay, so that goes. So that was number five. You need to be calm and confident and a little playful. Number six, always end on a good note. Okay, this one has two parts to it. First, it's going to help you when things do go wrong. If your puppy gets freaked out by something, takes you by the surprise, you weren't ready for it, your puppy wasn't ready for it, because this is going to happen. If you're bringing your dog to new places, something might scare them at some point. Now, this is also something that very much depends on the situation, but the point is, is if something scares them, you don't want to just scoop them up and get them home, because what can happen is that they can get stuck there. That's where like a man in a hat comes around the corner with a whole bunch of bags, scares the bejesus out of your puppy. You scoop him up, bring him home because you don't want your dog to be scared. And now he's scared of men in hats because that's the relationship that he made. So what you want to try to do is, of course, get your puppy to a place where he can calm down a little bit, where he's not as scared, where he's going to be more comfortable. Maybe letting that man or person pass by. And if you can get him to calm down, quickly, then immediately you want to try to erase that bad association. So again, if it's a person that scared him, maybe let 10, 12 more people walk by you while you're giving him some treats, where you're acting super playful, where you have his toy and give him good associations with that. You know, if you're comfortable and if your puppy is ready, give strangers treats to to kind of erase that situation. Now, sometimes you don't have that choice. You can't do it immediately or maybe it affected your dog that much that you really need to get out of there. That's okay. Just do this as soon as possible. You know, maybe it's 10 minutes later. Maybe it's later on that day. Maybe it's the next day. But don't go much longer than that. Okay? And this also might mean you have to back up a few steps. You know, start over again. Start in that those really low environments where maybe it's just one or two people or, you know, the sound is really low or it's not a busy time at the park, whatever it is, and then build him back up. You know, depending on, again, your dog's temperament uh, and how much it set you back. You're just going to start slow and go at your dog's pace. The second part of this is if you are having a really good day and, you know, he's like, he's doing really great. He's having so much fun fun you know she's meeting everybody like don't push it don't push it if she just had the best day ever if he just had the best day ever let's just take him home let's go home 
Because if we can end that with it being good and fun, all the better. Especially because socialization can take a lot out of a puppy. So you also don't want to get them overtired because that's when they can get cranky. And that's when, you know, the environment can become overstimulating. And we don't want that either. So take them home and let them nap. And then go get your stuff done, even if that's a nap yourself. Okay, last one. Number seven, never stop socializing. I talk a lot about how important it is when they're younger because it's true. You want to do as much as you can. That's where it's going to be the most effective. But to get that well-rounded, well-adjusted dog with an enriched life, you never really stop doing this. You keep taking them to new places and let them meet new people, smell new spells, see new sounds, spend time with you. So often, you know, after we're done with like all the puppy stuff, which granted takes 18 to 24 months to get through, we want to like put our feet up and now we have that dog that might snooze on the couch more and that's what we wanted. But it's still really important to get them out there, really important to let them experience different things. Like we get into a routine. Our dogs can get into a routine and that's nice, but how nice is it to sometimes do something different, do something new? To keep that dog that is going to, you can take anywhere and not worry about them. And that's it. Those are the seven guidelines. Again, they're all geared towards making it a good association. That's why I talk about like if if they are acting nervous because, you know, if you have that confident puppy that bounds into every new situation, great. Well, it's going to be really easy for you to give them a, a good association. It's the dogs that might be a little shy, might be a little slow to warm up and just have that more, you know, insecure type of personality. Or as I mentioned before, it might be situational. So hopefully this can guide you through this time and help you know what to do when you find yourself in certain situations or when you find that your puppy is acting in a certain way, what you can do to create that good association. And that is all I have for you today. If you are enjoying this podcast, you can rate and review it wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you want to continue training with me, I have in-person sessions, virtual sessions, and my new puppy course, which is where you can find the full socialization lesson. And you can find all of that information at playtimepause.com. If you want to know more about my new puppy course that is playtimepause.com forward slash puppy thank you so much for listening i'll be speaking with you soon bye for now